And we are back with another Black With No Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I am your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Realverse World. The episode that you're currently listening to right now is actually last week's episode. If you want to hear the interview that we came out with today, you can get access to that a week early on our Patreon page if you contribute. You will also unlock a bunch of dope-ass fucking exclusive perks, but more importantly, you will be helping us make the best motherfucking educational platform and community for content creators that has ever existed. So open up your web browser and go to jointhehomies.com if you want to try to be a homie and support our shit. I appreciate you forever and I love you forever. Jointhehomies.com. Today our special guest is my guy Kaito. Kaito has been spending the last three years photographing and directing for the legendary music mogul, drumroll, Sean Combs, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Puff motherfucking daddy, a.k.a. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Brother Love, a.k.a. Puffy, a.k.a. I, I think that's all the names that he's had, but I could be wrong. Kaido has spent his life taking risks, chasing art, and being ready to turn around content as soon as possible, which got him the opportunity to shoot for Los right out of high school. Los eventually moved him from Boston to Los Angeles and gave him an opportunity to meet and collaborate with not only him, but massive artists like Ray J and The Game and Puff. He is a young creator and found himself in the right place at the right time, literally. The story you are about to hear about him getting his opportunity to shoot for Puff is fucking nuts, but he made it happen and secured the bag, and the past few years of his life have been fucking next level. He's photographed some of the biggest artists and celebrities in the world and has been directing several commercials and spots. If you like to play with fire, then you should keep listening to this episode because this shit's lit. Yeah, I know that was lame. That was lame as fuck. Lauren just laughed at how lame that was. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering, what does Black Window Cream stand for? Black Window Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee black with no cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We are a free private group on Facebook open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all creators are welcome. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. All right, that's it. Leave us a review on YouTube or if you're on iTunes so they know we're lit. The merch store is currently shut down. My apologies, but we are working on some new shit that will be worth the wait. Um, in the meantime, if you want to support Black Window Cream, make sure to visit jointhehomies.com or patreon.com slash Cream, whatever one you want to do. Um, and get all the podcast episodes a week early before everyone else. Plus some more shit that you get when you do contribute to us. Uh, send me a screenshot if you do do that to my DMs on Instagram at Ben Rovers World uh, when you pledge so I know that you're a real one I'm gonna fucking share that on my story alright enjoy the work week keep creating make sure to tune in every Wednesday and Sunday for a new Black Window Cream episode and without further ado I bring to you my interview with Kiato and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Ghost. 
Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we're back. Another fucking Black with no cream podcast. Today's guest. Actually, I've never. I'm, I've always assumed that I pronounce your name Kato, mm-hmm. at least from your Instagram. But I don't know what your real full name is. My full name? Like Run it. My no, you don't, what, what do you want to go by? Well, my government. How do I say it? My government name is Carlos Arujo. You heard it first, people. Um, but what'd you say it was? Carlos Arujo. Carlos. Damn, that's crazy. It's a Cape Verdean name. Mm. It's like African. Got it. And um, no, so I go by Kaito. 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 Damn. This whole time I've said it, Kato. I mean, a lot do. of people, you can't really tell. So, like, the way you read it on IG, yeah. whatever, you know, it's Kato. Which is, how, how, how'd you come up with that? So, my dad's name is Carlos Arujo. My name is Carlos Arujo. Right. In my language, uh, my nationality is, Kai is Carlos. Mm. So, Kaito is Junior. Damn. Yeah. So, do people call you Carlos Junior? Just Kaito. Kaito. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. So I've in in the podcast, like intro, I kind of preface like who you are and what you do, but mm. just for people who fucking skip that shit, uh, do you wanna let them know what you do? Yeah, so Who um, are you? What do you do? I am a And you don't have to sit forward. I know this is we could we could chill, you could do whatever you want. It's it's your podcast, bro. This right, is your wait. podcast. Let me get comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable. You have some man. blankets? Uh, I do. You want a blanket? <laughs> I got pillows, nah, sleeping bag. So I am a photographer, director, director photographer. Um, I create content for um, Puff, P Diddy, Diddy, Brother Love, and um, yeah, many other people in the industry. Mad people. Uh, yeah. Flick through his Instagram one time, just see how far it goes on the computer or on your phone, and you're just gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Because when I think you hit me up when I was on tour, this last tour, and. I don't know why some people are just good with their presence on the gram mm-hmm. where like just your message. Actually, never mind. Cause your DM said, you'll send me this. I'm going to send it to Puff. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was pretty like straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Straightforward. Sometimes I see people and you look at like their name or the way their aesthetic is and their, their f- profile picture just sticks out. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you when you're, yeah, no, no. Like usually people with like a vibrant, um, tone, like you can kind of like see the curation almost mm-hmm. sometimes on people's work. And then, um, I just like, you know, flip through and then something stands out and I'm like, oh shit, this person's really dope. So take note of that, people. Presence is everything. Yeah. Presentation. So, so, yeah, presentation. Um, but yeah, you hit me up and you said like, because uh, Puff came to, were you at the San Diego show? I didn't go. Damn. Yeah. You should have come. Why didn't you come? I, I, working? Yeah, I was working on some project. I forgot. Well, he was there and he brought like his daughters and shit. So And he shot some crazy shit. Yeah. Of Puff and I was like yo you gotta send me this shit right now send it to him. <laughs> and I was like I don't really know if you're for real or not but then I like I said I did one flick of the gram and I was like verified fire <laughs> photographer fire director whatever um nah but you we met and had some coffee like a couple weeks back or whatever mm-hmm. and meant to do this a couple weeks ago but I'm glad you finally were able to make some yeah. time for us small folk yeah, man. appreciate it man. Nah, man how's it been you, I mean you shoot for fucking Puff bro that's crazy. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, you know, just working hard. Just, you know, ever since ever since I started, I kind of have the same aesthetic, like hardworking. Um, but yeah, it's been a journey. 
It's been a crazy journey, bro. Which I would love to talk about because <laughs> you, we, it, I feel, so what I do like about this podcast, having a podcast and being like the owner of one, mm-hmm. is that a lot of the times we, you know, connect online or whatever, homies, and then when we do a podcast, usually I'm just like, yo, let's just do the podcast right away because that gets it all out of the way. Like, I get to learn about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we sat down and fucking got some Takaya, Takoya? I don't know how you say that place. Takoya. Takoya? Did you like it? No, it was good. No, no but I didn't, didn't have, I didn't even eat. I was <laughs> I remember I was like, yo, I'm mad hungry, bro. Yeah. We gotta hurry up, bro. He, he made us schedule lunch and ate before he got there. Yeah, bro. I was so hungry, remember? Yeah. I was like, yo, we gotta change it from five to four because I'm starving. Yeah. We and pulled I think up. You, you I had just shot. the chef made me food at Puff's house, so I was like, nah. You were man. good. I was good. We uh But it was a good vibe. It was cool. It was nice out. They got these plantain chips. Uh, with guac, fire, some great juice. Yeah, they got some, some juice. good juice. Anyway, we were there and we were chopping it up, and you told me a shit ton of your story, which is fucking crazy. So I want to run that back. Yeah. But um, how long have you been in LA? I've been living in LA for three years. Three years. Just about That's, three years. Dude, we moved here pretty much the same time. I think I got here a couple months before you. Mm. But I've been here around that, that length of time. But mm. so step back. To you've always been a photographer, like since like earlier high school and shit. Because you're young right now, yeah, right? Yeah. How old are you? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Motherfucker. Twenty one. So, That's crazy. Yeah. No, I've been. I mean, I was just doing it for fun, taking pictures of my homies at uh, high school games and stuff like that. And you know, they were always like, "Yo, you you have like a dope eye. Like, yo, these like these pics are crazy." And then, um, like I photograph them at hockey games basketball games like the high school yeah during high school during high school like i would play i played jv one year and the varsity kids literally right after my game i'd run to the other side and take pictures of them wow like my own teammates it was crazy damn i became from a teammate to a photographer and like my pictures would go in like the local news and all that stuff and it was crazy nobody has ever heard this um, I remember my, I think it was my soft, no, junior year of high school. I went to the local newspaper and I pulled up like with not even knowing anybody. And I was like, Hey, like, do you guys have any job opportunities? I'm like a photographer. Blah, blah, blah. And they looked at me like, this is when you were in high school. When I was in high school. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so like I pulled up, nobody knew me. And this like photographer, I forgot what his name is, but he's like super dope like local photographer um he let me come in his office and we were talking and i told him what my goal is and stuff and like a week after he brought me on like this like little journey and like i went with him to like a school and watched him take pictures of like kids and stuff like that was pretty dope damn so he like just threw you an internship like low-key yeah like for like a week and then i just kind of did my own thing right it just so, never worked out. So when you, okay, so before you got in, you know, started actually doing it and people loved your shit, were you, did you know that you could be sick with, sick with it? Like that you were? Yeah. So like my boy Jonah, um, so my boy Jonah, like he basically introduced me to like the whole photography thing, him and my, my cousin Sean, I just want to give him a shout out tonight. Right. Always um, <laughs> yeah. So my boy Jonah like just came and was like, yo. Um, I'm about to go up to Boston. Like, what you doing? I was like, oh, like, what are you about to do? He was like, oh, I'm going to shoot some street photography. This is like a photo meetup. I'm like, oh, where? Let me come. And then I borrowed my homie's camera and went up and just met, like, 
actually like people that I'm really good friends with now, like Sean, uh, Sean D. Shoots, and like Steve Sweatpants, and a whole bunch of kids from um, this community. And this is out on the East Coast. Yeah, in Boston. You're you're originally from Boston. Yeah. So did when you would you say? I hear it. the boy. We're at my homie Andrew's house. Both yeah. of our homies, Andrew. Yeah. He he let us take over the living room because my girl, you know, she she does. She has eyelash, some plans. Yeah, eyelash extensions out of our house. So, yeah. um, so you're did you know what like a photo? Me- you know, what I mean, because that I didn't know what that I didn't shit. know. I didn't. You didn't. I did not know what that was. So he just I said, was like, like you about to go to a photo meetup, right? And then he showed me like this whole community of like street dream, uh, street dreams mag. It's like this uh, community of photographers. And they do like this tour around the U.S. So mm. I, I kind of began to understand what it was. So once I got to Boston and I saw like a hundred people and they would just walk, we'd just like walk around Boston taking street photography pictures. Like um, it was pretty dope. Like I yeah. met a lot of people and just from there like began to get inspired like on a different level and like see a different like vision in, in kind of So that kind of like provoked your interest in in like doing this not full time but like you know kind of finding a place to like run you wait, know? wait 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 yeah Andrew's out yeah here. you can't you, you got to say what up you yeah. can't just sneak by slide bro. in here stick your face and he's been on the podcast yeah you can't just know. sneak by bro yeah say hi Andrew say hi we were trying to get it we were gonna get by but yo I should get another another camera it's the handheld wait he gotta push in a little Cut. bit come on push in oh shit oh my you actually are fucking this up. Dude, he just he just messed everything. What's up, up. guys? Getting good content? We're getting great content. Yeah, we're good. in the middle of the- Dude, we, we just started right here. My favorite content creator, <laughs> both of you right here in the same room. That's crazy. Can you hear me right now? Dude? Yeah. Yeah, also, I can hear you. We could do like we should just low key not give me a mic. And just yeah, you could just be in the middle. Just AirPods. Hey, these two dudes are doing some crazy shit together, and 2019 is all of our year, so prepare yeah. for. Yeah, be on the lookout. He's running now, so. We gonna let him go. Yep. He's gonna have to jump on uh, a podcast with you. I don't know why you guys haven't done one. Oh, you did one. He did one. It's fucking. That shit. It was. We talked for three hours. We drank coffee and then switched to wine. Oh. In the middle of it. Someday I'm gonna have a studio where it's not in Andrew's living room and and there will be no interruptions. Mm. But until then, uh, support us on Patreon. (laughs) All right, later, dude. Thanks Let for stopping it. in. Everyone is probably blown away that you Bye, were on Dad. this little fucking feature. Anyway, what so we so we were talking about, um, you know, being that, like, that was kind of your introduction into not, like, maybe considering it a hobby? Or did you think that you nah. could get paid from it at some point? Because, like, people doing street photography and then doing, like, mobbing around like that, mm-hmm. that's definitely, like, um, not. it's not like they're mobbing around to get paid by anybody. They're just doing it for the love of the sport, really. Yeah. So was that kind of your introduction into the hobby? And learning, like, oh, cool, like, what what do all the settings do? And I need to really focus on this so I can kind of learn how to use a camera proper. Or or did you see it as a way, like, damn, I could become really dope at this and get paid someday for no, it? No, that was definitely a hobby. At that very mo- like, that was definitely a hobby. Like, um, I didn't think of anything like being a personal photographer or director. I just knew it was fun to me. You mm. know, it was it was really fun. So what happened after that? That's that's when you kind of segued into like shooting at basketball games and doing all the sports stuff. And no, I was actually shooting at basketball games prior, prior, right? But just for fun. Yeah. And then like that kind of led me into like a different uh, perspective, I would say, and like using different lenses and getting different depth of fields, and you know, like and seeing what 
what's out there and getting inspired. Did you have classes that you could take? Like, I, I think we in my high school had I a think, photojournalism yeah, I class. I took one photo class. I failed. You failed? Failed. No, I took a film class and failed. For real? <laughs> they gave yeah. me a D on my, my final project. Mm-hmm. It was about doing, co- what was it, coke in school? I had like my teach like people doing coke. It was a bad idea. That was a video project. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. It was why you shouldn't do coke. Mm. But I show people doing coke at like Walmart playing Guitar Hero and some other shit. That's crazy. That's and, bold. Yeah, she's super bold. Slap the slap the D on it. Um, so then when when did you first get paid with from using your camera? Do you remember when it transitioned from like, or or maybe even looked at it like, oh, cool, small yeah. business versus? No, yeah, it was like I was in the city after like the whole street photography thing. Well, not after because I was still doing it. In, in Boston? New Bedford, Massachusetts. Okay, right. Um, like just people from like local people were just paying me, like girls were paying me to just like shoot. Um, it was like. Because this wasn't long ago. This was like four <laughs> years ago, five years ago. Yeah. You moved right out after high school? Yeah. Okay. Literally right after high school. Uh, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, right, right, right. So, um, yeah, they were just paying me for, like, you know, I shot a wedding. I shot um, school senior pictures. Right. I shot photo shoots, just a whole bunch of stuff. So could you see yourself at the time? At that time, I knew I wanted to be some sort of photographer. I didn't know what lane it was because I was just shooting, like, wedding and this and that. And it was just kind of, like, it was not a lot, but it was just, like, scattered you know was anyone at the time like that you worked with doing like for me there was a lot of small businesses that popped up when we got out of college right Mm -hmm. so like everyone started doing like a wedding photography business or videography business or could do like consultant work or whatever like industry type shit Mm -hmm. was that something that was happening like could you see yourself organizing a business that handled all this type random type of shit that you're shooting at the time and then just staying there like or did you always want to leave and, like, get out of that area? No, actually, well, there was, like, a transition period to where, like, I knew I started, like, I, I knew I had some sort of talent. Right. And, like, all my life, P. Diddy was my favorite photographer. I mean, I'm a bullshit. <laughs> I was like, wait. Skirt! Run Did, that back. He was, he's a, he's sick. I'm jumping, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Okay. <laughs> Diddy was my favorite uh, artist. Artist. And he didn't really rap or anything, but he, he was just like, I would watch him on YouTube, his documentaries, his, uh, like just everything, all his content and stuff. And so he motivated me. So mm-hmm. I would like, there was just like one moment where I still remember now my boy Alex was like just chilling in my room on my couch and I was, um, on my laptop and facing the wall, just watching, uh, Puff's MMM documentary that my boy Armani um, made for him. And I was still in high school. And I turned to my boy. I was like, yo, I paused the documentary. I was like, yo, one day I'm going to work for Puff. Like, it's for, like I'm for real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a photographer one day. And then, like, I just be like, I kept that in my head and just kind of made it happen in real life. You right. know? I knew I wanted to get there. And, you know, I worked hard in the city. Mm-hmm. And... I made great relationships with everybody. Everybody, like, nobody really has anything bad to say. And, um, you know, I just kept getting inspired, kept my close friends with me, and we kind of sparked ideas off each other. So and when did you move? When did you, you moved after high school? I so. moved, so right after high school, I went to a photography college for maybe, like, a month. 
Oh, for real? And just dropped out my boy, um, King Los. He's a rapper. Yeah. Oh, um, right. You told me this. Yeah. So it was an interesting story. Yeah. Like how I told you. Yeah, please do tell. Yeah. So This is crazy, actually. <laughs> so basically, um, I, was in, I was about to start college, and I was working at McDonald's. And at the time, I had, like, no money, like, nothing in my pocket. Um, yeah, what's minimum wage at McDonald's in the East Coast? I think for us in Iowa, it was, like, seven bucks. Seven bucks, yeah. Something like that? Se- yeah, $7. $7 an hour. But I just had no money. Like, I, don't, I just remember having, like, nothing. Um, so I might have just bought, like, equipment or something. So mm-hmm. basically, um, Los was coming to Boston and performing. Where's he from? Is he's he from, from Chicago or something? No, he's from um, Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah. Oh, shit. So he was coming to Boston to perform, and I DM'd him, like, hey, would love to, you know, the opportunity to shoot your concert. Like, I promise I won't let you down. You know, just, yeah, yeah. You know, just trying to get on my hustle. The Hail Mary. And, the yeah, Hail Mary the Hail DM. Mary, like, coming to Boston. I could be there. Please see my message. So uh, he replied, and he was just like, cool. So I was like, okay, well, it's a start. <laughs> At least he saw it, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to send another text. Send another one. He didn't respond. That day, I took the initiative to go to the um, show. Um, my sister dropped me off. It was like an hour away from my house. I snuck into the show, and I remember waiting in the bathroom because like, the security was trying to kick me out because I was there like three hours early because right. I wasn't trying to buy a ticket. Right. So I got there, was waiting in the bathroom for like an hour, would come out, pop my head out, see there was nobody there yet. <laughs> Boom, went back in. Then like they would always come in asking me like, hey, who are you? And then once like there were actually some people there, I was like, yeah, I'm King Los's photographer. Like I'm here with him. Um, they, le- they left me alone. They were like, well, why don't you have a media pass? I was like, I don't know. I just came here early just to you know come check out the lighting in, in the venue and stuff. And they were like, okay, well, here, take this wristband. Give me a wristband. I was like, whew, I'm good. Damn. I'm good. So I chilled in the venue for like an hour and, um, you know, I just shot some photos, moved around. I was like moving around crazy, trying to get all the angles, all the. During his, his During his set, yeah. So you his... don't make any contact with him Nothing. or his team? He, he walked in, like, lights went on, boom, performed, was moving around, taking pictures. And then, like, I saw the set list, so right when I noticed it was, like, a song away from it being done, my initiative was, like, like, my, like something in my head told me, like, just go to the back because I know he's going to leave through the back door. Right. Because it was, like, the small little, like, intimate yeah, right. club. So I went to the back door and waited for him to come out. And right when he came out um, with his, like, you know, his team, I was like, hey, you know, I, I shot these. Like, I already had the pictures pulled up and everything. I was like, hey, look, I, I got these pictures, like of you just wanted to show you he was like cool send him my to my manager so literally i was like word so i got his manager's number i was like i was like hey i'm gonna send him to you tonight so i literally i left walked to the train station my sister lived like 20 minutes away got on a train mind you i had no money so i hopped the train illegally hopped the thing and like Went on a train. I opened up my laptop, started editing the pictures, exported them, put it like airdropped them to my phone, um, and then I sent them the pictures. So when they got the pictures, it's a super long story. Nah, tell it. This is what <laughs> this I, is for, bro. Yeah. When I got the when they got the pictures, uh, I remember that night he was like, "Yo, these are crazy. Like, 
Los wants you to pull up tomorrow to the sneaker store. Like, like in the same city. In the same city. Okay. So I slept at my sister's house because I lived an hour away. Right. So I slept at my sister's house. I was like, hey, Kamishi, he wants me to go like tomorrow to go shoot a show. Uh, this freestyle performance at the sneaker store. So she was like, okay, like I have work, but I'll drop you off. So I went to the sneaker store and I pulled up a little late, but um, I got in there, just started shooting, doing my thing, didn't talk to nobody, just shot pictures. And then as like he, right when he finished and he got out, um, he came up to me and was like, yo, your shit's pretty dope, little bro. And I was like, thanks, man. Were you the only one shooting at this thing? Or did they probably have there was, like their There own was guy? probably like a couple. No, they didn't have nobody. No, there. I mean like the venue or whatever. Yeah, the venue had, had like shit. like two right. videographers and then one photographer. But he noticed you. Yeah, yeah he noticed me. Right. So then um, I, I took the pictures, whatever. We, we left the venue. And then he was like, oh, like, that's just dope, little bro. I see you, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hop in the van, like, just chill for a little bit. So I hopped in the van. Like, I was like, my mentality from watching Puff is like, never like get comfortable and kind of never um look like you're not busy right so i opened up my laptop inserted my sd card started editing Start the pictures. Going he's just trying to like yeah <laughs> i'm just in the back seat like just editing the pics and he's just like there chilling like like signing copies and stuff like that right so by the time he was done signing the copies i already had the pictures so i sent it to them and they were like yo these shit is cold like swiping through the pictures and stuff and he was like, yo, you, you want to go to the next show? It's tomorrow. Like, we, we, it's like 30 minutes away. It's in Rhode Island. Rhode Island and, and like, Boston is kind of right there. So yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'm down. But, you know, I start school tomorrow, like, uh, at New England School of Photography. They were like, oh, I worried. I was like, let me call my mom. It might be cool. So I call my mom. Call, let me call my mom. Call my mom. <laughs> I'm like, hey, mom. And my mom is already blowing me up because she don't know where I'm at and I'm usually home. Yeah. Hey, mom, um, I'm going to Rhode Island with Los. He's like, who's Los? Like, I hope you're not doing weed. I hope you're not smoking. <laughs> That's like her like automatic like yeah. thing is like, no, mom, I don't even smoke weed. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, she's like. Uh huh. Yeah. And what about school tomorrow? Right. Like, you had school tomorrow. She's like, Lois is my college professor. I'll be there. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I was just like, nah, nah, nah. She was like, Kaito, you have to go to school tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm good. Like, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I'm going to go take this opportunity. So, we went to Providence. We did the show. Then I started school. And then Lois actually, yeah, flew me out um, to LA for like a year. He li- he then moved to L.A. or was living in L.A. He was already living in right, L.A. Right. Okay. So you so you start. Damn. All right. So you miss your first day of class. Miss my first day of class. Show up on the second day. Show up on the second day. Do like a week, and then, um, maybe two weeks after, he flew me out for like four days. To to L.A. To L.A. Just like test. Just to test shoot. Runs. Ju- yeah. Just to shoot some photos, and then I flew back. Did another two weeks, of school, and then dipped for like a whole year and never went back. Oh my god! What the fuck? And yo? I'm still here. That's tight. Shout out. <laughs> and I'm still here, bitch. And we still motherfucking. So did you? Uh, in you never did video. Were you doing video for him as well, or just photos? No. No. I I wasn't I wasn't doing video at the moment. But you kind of did you get forced into doing that, or were you ever interested in doing? I video? got forced doing that when I started working for Puff. Okay, work. All right, we'll get there. So you moved to LA, do this shit for a year. Was there tours in that year? What was he doing? Was he recording? He was just shit? in the studio. So we were in the studio for like literally maybe three, four months straight. 
Damn. Like 24 hours. You a lived day. with him then at his house? I lived at his, yeah, on his couch. His spot? On his couch? Yeah, on his couch. Fucking tight. You know, you know the couch stories. Hell yeah, I do. You, you're the last one to, you're, you're the last one to fall asleep and the first one to be mm-hmm. awake. It's literally always, this, dude, I, I just saw making this video for, by the time this comes out, it'll be out. But it's like recapping my three and a half years here, mm-hmm. right? And I was looking through all my old footage and I had, I found this clip of me. Because at the house I was staying at, it was a studio house. They put a studio in the basement, which was rare that they had the basement. Mm. But everyone was coming through and recording. Like, J-Rock would be there sometimes. Like, people would be in the studio house. And I was, like, sleeping upstairs. And I was working with Andrew on Chris Brown's dock. So I'd be driving from Studio City all the way over to Wilshire, mid-Wilshire, whatever. Mm. Staying there till 15 hours, 16 hours a day. Drive back, be exhausted. Mm. And I had this clip of me, like, laying. And I'm like, I'm sleeping on my air mattress. Shit got a hole in it. There's music downstairs. Listen, and you just hear, and you can like feel it. And I was like, I gotta beat this. Like I'm gonna upgrade. Like whatever That's I was saying, fire. I'm like, it's crazy to see that shit. I didn't put it in the video because it's too long and doesn't make sense. But it's crazy to like. You gotta cut that to that the footage I right saw now. of you holding that big ass camera on oh, Coachella. Yeah. I know, like for real. That's fucking crazy. Like, if I, y'all saw the footage, do they know about that or not? I can't. Uh, they they haven't seen it yet. No, like that 360 cam. Oh yeah, no one's seen that. Oh okay, cool. Let's keep that <laughs> top no secret. That. Yeah, some 360. Top. It's gonna be in his documentary. I'd be playing with that stuff. For, I just met with this other company that does 360 stuff. That uh, looks pretty cool. That's just fun. You ever fuck with that? No. Well, let's talk about the, yeah. right now later. So, what was the year like? Like, how did you know? Did you start building a friendship with him? immediately or was it still kind of like you just stayed in your lane and had the laptop out and you were always working staying with Lowe's yeah with Lowe's like how did you know because like with me getting on with Q Mm -hmm. and I started going on tour with him like right away I wasn't trying to be friends with nobody Mm -hmm. I was just like I don't know any of you I'm just going to do what I do and I just did the same thing you did I had photos instantly in my videos I turn around like and then the friendship starts coming naturally but which is better because once you build a relationship with the artist you can get more out of them you know yeah so like the first time he flew me out for like the four days, I was like still mad quiet to myself, just taking pictures, going to edit them in the car, send them the pictures. If I take a video clip, just send them the raw video clip, you know, like just doing that stuff, like not really being in the way, being like a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. just documenting artistically, I would say. Right. Um, And then... You know, giving them the content that he needs and he wants. That's what they're looking for is content, really, you know. and Was this all for Instagram and shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And then the second time he flew me out for, like, good, really, it was, um, you know, we already knew each other, kind of. And I wasn't so, like, on my... I was on my toes, obviously, but, like, the second time he flew me out, I was, like, I had more motivation, so I was pumping out more content, pumping out faster, this and that, same thing. Because you, do you feel like you had more to lose? And that's what pushed you? Yeah, like, I, I had go- more, like, I knew I didn't want to go back home. What was the conversation? When you go home for those, you came out for the four days, you go back home, which you already gave up school at this time? No, I was still, still in there. school, but I had a motivation. It was, I've been to LA already. I've right. seen, you know, I've, I was able to see, um, you know, a couple of celebrities and I knew it was real. I yeah. knew I could. Somebody yeah. gave me this opportunity this to crazy. win. Our stories are so fucking parallel. So it was like, oh shit, like I have to go hard. I right. went home 
and I was still editing, re-editing his pictures, mm-hmm. like to send him different versions of edits and stuff. So like when I came back out, um, I knew I wanted to not go back home for good. You know, like this was probably like something, you know, that I could really do. So I, um, but back to your question, really, I just um, kind of kept the friends thing separate. And then, like, he kind of got more comfortable with me right. than me getting more comfortable with him. Yeah. So um, just him like, getting to know me and I'm, like, a likable person, I guess, he kind of just, like, you know, started joking around with me and right. I would joke back. And then and then we just became, like, brothers. Like, right. We joke, like, I'll FaceTime him and I'll be like, yo, you head ass. Yeah, like, just blah, talk blah, shit. Yeah, like, talk yeah. shit. And he got a son. We're all cool and stuff like that. You're like, I push his son down and stuff. It's fun. That's <laughs> It locked him in a room. Yeah, it was fun, man. Nah. It was like, but what, gave me, s- he gave me a crazy alley oop. Like that's my yeah. brother. For, nah, for real, forever. You know? Did, would you like? How was? What was the negotiation as far as like? Yo, I want you to come out here for a year. Was he just basically saying like, I want you to come out here for a year, or did it just happen to end up lasting that long, or like? Nah, it was just like, yo, you trying to come back out? I'm about to start the studio, and then um, and you can crash here as long as you want, type thing. Yeah, I, I already knew what it was, kind of. Yeah. And I was worried about like payment and stuff like that, but like that didn't like I wasn't like ready. Like the younger me was like not ready to be like, yo, like how much am I about to get paid? Like, right. Like the younger me was like, yo, I'm just trying to make it. Right. But was he? Was he? I kept the art first before the money. Yeah, but did did so? How did that go about? Because I know that that's like the trickiest part. Because then a you don't know how that shit works. You don't Mm -hmm. know like you know you've gotten paid from some Instagram girls back home and like some Mm -hmm. weddings and shit, but like. Artists are always just kind of throwing you an opportunity and expecting yeah, nah, some of you I to Yeah, I mean, bite. he took care of me. Yeah. Like, he definitely, like, he gave me money yeah. and he paid, like, it was almost like, you know, he, he like, paid me for my time and stuff. Right. Yeah, that's dope. And, like, yeah. So, what what happens is, like, the, you get, you go from, straight from him to Puff, but, like, I know so, that's how it was, right? No, it was him no too. actually, um, before Puff, so, Los would be in the studio and, like, he would hang out with like Ray J in the game and different people. So, oh yeah, I forgot. Damn, um, I love Los one day went to Puff's house, and wow, this is crazy. This is crazy to think about. Yeah, it's like flashing back. I know, right? <laughs> so, um, it's crazy because <laughs> you don't take time. That's the problem. People don't take time to sit back and realize, accomplish like how far you've come. No, you know it's funny because I mean? I'm like really telling the story. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. So Los uh, would go to Puff's house sometimes, and you know Puff would never let me shoot him or Puff would wouldn't let me take pictures. Right. So it wasn't like you know because of me. It was like you know just yeah he just doesn't. he doesn't know me. Yeah. So um, so I just like would always try but never could do it. So then um, what's his name? Then I became cool with like the game and the Ray J and they would always go to Puff's house too. So when I went with them, Puff would like kind of see my face again. You mean you're going with them without Lowe's? Like without at this Lowe's. point you're yeah. starting to work so with these I'm other people. I started like freelance with other people too. Right. So I went once with game to his house and um, I don't, he never let me shoot it. Then one day I went with Ray J to his house in the Malibu house and Ray J um Pulled up with the camera. He was giving him some scooty bikes and stuff like that. His new scooty bike, electronic bike. And um, 
I Ray, J, Ray J has his own bike. Yeah. Like a scooter? Yeah, it's like a like moped electric type thing? scooter. Scooty bike. Scooty bike. It's crazy. Tight. Is it tight? Yeah, it's dope. I want one. Yeah. Plug. Sponsor the boy. <laughs> Cue the song. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, nah, so we went to his house. I wasn't taking pictures, but I had my laptop ready and all that. And it was like, literally, this is like the perfect moment, right? It was sunset. We're on the beach, Malibu Beach House. Uh, his daughter's there with him. We're all on scooty bikes together, just it's mobbing like, through the sand. <laughs> mobbing into the sunset. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> rainbow in the back. <laughs> uh, nah, <Seagulls>. but... <laughs> so, Puff went on the beach, and he was just, like, walking on the beach, and then he was like, yo, come take this, like, come take this picture. So I was like, oh, okay, where? Like, boom, got my camera on my bag. Because, like, I didn't even want him to see my camera. Yeah. To be like, hey, yo, no. like, I thought I told you. Right. So I, always, I would always respectfully put my camera in my bag, mm-hmm. but have my backpack on. So he was like, yo, come take this pic. And he was with his girl. I mean, his uh, his girl, his daughter, uh, Chance. And I grabbed my camera, ran down there, and they were just walking. By the time I got my camera, they were far. So I was like, do I run up and get in their face? Or do I kind of stay a little far and capture the moment? Right. My, like, intuition, right, told me, like, stay far and capture the moment. So I zoomed in, right, and it was, like, perfect because um, the light was gleaming from the behind them, and it was, like, a mixture between, like, this, like, um, it was blue skies and then warm light and then warm sand, so it was, like, perfect. The best Malibu day. Best Malibu day. Right. Took the pictures, literally, without, like, flinching, I dipped to my <laughs> laptop Stuck my SD card in there, edited the pictures in like literally five minutes and sent them like to uh, his social media manager that I had just met. He was in Malibu House too. Uh, his name's Carlos. And I sent him, my name, sent him the pictures right there and he posted them. Like Puff didn't even see the pictures and Los just captioned the picture and posted it. On, onto Puff's gram. Onto Puff's gram. Okay. Boom. that's super exclusive that's fucking crazy super exclusive wow (laughs) did you talk did he see did he get on no was that it you were done well actually no i'm lying i'm lying i'm lying i think he went to puff and said like yo can we post this and puff was like oh he took this yeah and and los was like let me put my camera los was like uh los was like yeah he took this this is dope and he was like yeah post that that's that's dope like and then he came up to me and he grabbed my shoulder and he was like, "Hey yo, you want to live life?" I was like, <laughs> he went he went like this. He was like, he was like, "Hey yo, you want to live life?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, he was like, "You want to go to places you've you've never been and make money and see things you've never seen and take pictures? Like, do you really love to do photography?" I was like, "Yeah, I love it." Like, and I, this is the first time he's even looked me in my right. eye, so I'm shaking. And he was like. Okay. And he walked away. I was like, what does that mean? Like, in my head, I'm like super amped, but I'm like, what does that even mean? I'm fucking dying. So, that would be the most iconic. Sh- like, you should remember it as best as you can. No, write that, it in script yeah, and no. print that shit on tees, bro. <laughs> do you want to live life and do photography yeah, and, and see And travel and the world, make money, get rich. And so, <laughs> so then. That's so fucking rare. That's yeah, such a rare thing. That's a rare That's moment. a very rare moment. That was a lot of motivation, though. So then after that, Fuck me and Ray J left, and the next day, me and Ray J went to go. In the morning, Ray J picked me up, and we went to go um, 
shoot pictures at in Malibu. No, not in Malibu. Venice Beach. We were on our way to Venice Beach at like seven in the morning or eight in the morning mm-hmm. or some shit. And I get a call from Eli, uh, one of Puff's uh, assistants. And Eli calls me and says, hey, Puff wants you over here at the house. So I'm like, okay. Like, he was like, but right now. So I was like, oh, shit. I'm in the car with Ray J. So Ray J, I'm like telling him like, yo, I got, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's like, yo, let's go. Spun the car around. Oh, shit. And brought me there. And then from there, I started working with Puff. Wow. <laughs> wow, yo. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's. Let's take a second to soak all that up. That's fucking insane. Yeah. All right. It's now, crazy. now right knowing that, the right that time. that's super right place at the right time. Literally on a beach. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to you met Puff for the first time ever, right? Mm-hmm. Lowe's takes you over there because you're already this big fan who's like, oh my god, Puff, this and that. I want to work with them someday. Yada yada. What, do you remember the time you saw him for the first time, like in real life? Yeah. Did it trip you out or what? The what was that like for you? The first time. I saw him for the first time. It was crazy. Los, me and Los went to his house. And, like, I remember, like, bro, the freaking driveway was so long. Marble driveway. And then going to the house. And then, like, it was just crazy. And, like, like he was in his backyard. And it was so vast. It was so big. So big. And I saw him, like, in, like, this... It was like a silhouette. Right. It was like lighting from the top, lighting from the Some back. movie shit. And yeah, and he was just like a dark figure, like standing there, like all, he had like this black sweatsuit on, silhouetted out. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> and I think it was like during the time of like the NBA finals. And yeah, that was the first time. And he didn't even like make eye contact with me or nothing. Nah. But it was just cool to still be there and see him. Did you call like your family back home or whoever would have known like how nah. how much this meant to you? You didn't Mm-mm. tell nobody. Mm-mm. Shit. Just because I knew that was like a moment, but I knew that wasn't it. That like, wasn't the one. Right? It wasn't like yeah. I knew there would be more of that into like me actually yeah. doing what I'm doing now. That's cool that you had that vision that there like whatever it was at the current time is not is not the end. You know what I mean? That the ladder is very very big and you're only at the bottom steppers. You know what I mean? Like there's more to it, but like. Let's talk about Ray J. You were working with the game. So was that through Los? Yeah, that was through like Los. And so is Los kind of like Los is like my big brother, right? So at this point, he's just trying. To, he's giving you opportunities and shit. Yeah. Like he's not mad or nothing that you're not with him in no. the studio or whatever. Nah, he was just like, get yours almost. You know. Yeah, I was respectful. So how? Like what, whenever he needed me, I was there. What was it like for working with those guys? Like, what were you doing? Same similar shit? No, uh, I wasn't with them as much. It was probably like one or two times. You just like, pop in, shoot, pop in, shoot, and like maybe two or three times. But like, I was with Los every day. Right. Yeah. Fuck. That's fucking crazy. Mm. So, so he's <laughs> what an iconic line to be like to be grabbed by the shoulder by Puff and then, dude, that's crazy. I remember we, we, me and Andrew went to the house. Uh. I fucking don't know. Oh, yeah, you were telling me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was just funny because I remember watching him come in for the first time because I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, same way when I saw Jay the first time, he was mm-hmm. like, damn, this is a dude that's done a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I have not. So this is cool to be by someone like that. And then 
I remember wait. We were waiting for him at this table. We waited for a fucking long time there. <laughs> yeah, with these people, you wait. Dog, you wait. You we literally wait. sitting there waiting. He, he's you could like, wait maybe five hours and get five minutes for of an time. In, for an yeah, just for literally a meeting. For five that could last five minutes. Yeah, but change your life, or you know, yeah. or not, or just yeah, or it, you know, it could go to another level from there. You know. But he he was sitting there, and I think it was like. To me, I don't know if this is true anymore. Honestly, I've lost track of the reality of... Wait, who are you talking about? For me, seeing him for the first time, because I remember we waited for a fucking long time. And then... <laughs> for Puff or Jay? For Puff, and he comes out into the backyard. This is at the one of the... I don't know how many houses he got, but in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he comes out by the like the grass and shit, and he's walking. And I swear to God, and I don't... Honestly, I don't know if this is true anymore. Wait, don't say something that we can't... It's not, <laughs> but he's just on like an <laughs> no, iPad and a phone. And like multi, like literally having someone put on some dope shit while he's on an iPad and a phone, at like the same time, like, and he's talking on the phone too, and I'm just sitting here like we're never gonna get a meeting, bro. This guy's getting wardrobe, t- emails, cell phone, and on a, another phone talking Dude, to people. He's another type of beast. Bro. He literally came down, he sat down, and, and just we ran through the meeting like like it Dude, was probably like ten minutes. He's a beast. That shit was epic. He's, he's a beast. I walked I've... away like fuck. <sighs> I actually, um, so like while I'm home, so I just went home. Yeah, but as you know, yeah, I went home for like eight days and I'm with big homie every, every day type, type of thing. So, you know, it gets so used to me working at a crazy pace and stuff. Um, when I go home and get time to rest, I realize, no, I realize like how much of a beast this guy is. He is so dedicated he is like a work machine crazy mm-hmm. he's dope he's like I, there's rarely a lot of people that like him that's how I focused feel BNJ too and yeah you see it with these like, people the, the fact that you described him on an iPad and a phone and getting wardrobe on probably getting a haircut it might not have, it, that all might have been in order but I swear to god but it all that's what at really happens cause he's like working and then wardrobe's coming on and it's just a whole bunch like of stuff doing coming shoes and belts and shit Dude. he's just like like it's money crazy. money making money making money like for so, he's making money for so many fucking people too Dude, that's what's nuts yeah God damn. I love that shit. And I think that it's cool because we both see it. We get first person view of like the biggest goats in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to see them. And you're right. Like no one will ever touch their level of work ethic. Like I think yeah. we all have it in us, but some people just take it to the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, I think I we take like, it to the top. No, we, we're definitely going to take it to the top. But, you know, it's like years and years of work. Right. They've been doing that for 30 years. It's crazy. Probably, well, I wouldn't say longer, but, you know, we've probably been doing it for what, maybe five, six, maybe I me, mean, yeah. only three. Right. No, I mean, being out here now, like considering that I'm a professional or whatever, like mm-hmm. living out here, it's been like three and a half years. But yeah, I feel like so it's the same way. imagine like, 10 years, yeah. 12 years. In it. You, you, um, I, I feel like your, your mission and, you know, your story of why you're doing it changes. Because, you know, they feed a lot of people. Right. They, so, you know, they have to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I think that their mindset changes once, you know, you have people working under you and there's a, you probably have maybe 200 employees or something. Right. Like, you know, Q told me you got to keep like going too. hard. He said something when we were talking about like an idea we had or whatever and we were talking about money and he's like, he said something about his deal. He's like, I'm always going to get my deal. I'm always going to make sure I get my deals no matter what because 
Like I bought this house. Like we were in his new house that he got in Calabasas. So I, I bought this house, and my daughter's got to live in this house till she's at least eighteen and can move out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna not have this house. So yeah. I'm always gonna be working, chasing like yeah, chasing like, the back. Yeah, man, it's great seeing it, and it's like they do it for a good purpose. You know, mm-hmm. they keep yeah. just going hard. It's great. So, you know, you start working for the motherfucking legend of all time. Mm-hmm. What's that like for you? Because yeah. you go, you're still at Los. How? What's the transition? Do you get a, your own apartment for the first time? Yeah. Or? So they actually got me an apartment for like D- a couple Puff months. Did. Yeah. Okay. Word. Because I lived, I had no home, so it was just like you know. Did you tell them that? Like, were you like, yeah, I live on a couch, and they're like, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, nah. They were, were like, I'm gonna get you, get you right. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna get you right. Um, got up on my feet. Um, started making money, and just got right into tour. We started touring. What tour? Uh, were you? Bad Boy Family Reunion tour. Oh shit! Started touring. Was that what the doc? They did the doc on. Was yeah. Was that that? Yeah. With Mary and everyone mm-hmm. came through. That shit was crazy. Yeah. So we started doing the tour, and then. Wait, were you at the studio when? Because we did Mary's doc. Yeah, I was last, there. Yeah. That was the only day I I missed. Dude. God damn it! Played yourself. I know. We really be in the same place almost. Like I guarantee That's you, we crossed paths a few times. And we didn't. probably have. Like we, that one time, I, I told you I was at Puff's house when you were there. Yeah. But we didn't know each other. Fucking weird. That's crazy. Anyway. Well, at least we're here now. Right? I know, right? It it all makes sense. So, so we, we went on tour. Yeah. We did. Um, we went on a couple vacations and stuff like that, and we we were working, you know, with Revolt and doing a whole bunch of stuff. But it's been good, dude. Like, it's a lot of different things, moving parts at once. Right. A lot of different companies, a lot of different content. Um, you know, did he have a did he have someone that was with him at the time? Like, yeah, my boy Dunny. Dunny. Mm-hmm. So so what was it like? Both of you guys are doing it, like, or was there video and photo? <laughs> yeah, he did both, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> so what? You take the L or what? <laughs> You're like, it's mine. I'll take the job. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, him, this part. Right? Remember that story? Yeah, I do. Right? I do. <laughs> it all started coming around like, nah, oh, nah. yeah. Don't <laughs> go this there. Part <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There, <laughs> at, at, he does not. Puff no, doesn't have like a video Me and Dunny were working together for like a year. That's my boy. Yeah. But I know what other route you were going to yeah, go. you know the story I want to hear. <laughs> to give it to us. Nah, 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 nah. But I'm just saying, you start working with them, and <laughs> what's Dunny do? He's doing all social. Is that the dude that you said that ran the social? No. So Los ran the social, and Dunny is his creative director. Creative director. Me and Dunny and Los worked together for like two years. Is Dunny do boys. photography and shit too? He does he nasty does? beast. Really? Nasty. Does he still do it, or is he just? Yeah. The, oh, he's really? A beast. He does like design. Damn. Like uh, graphic content, like crazy shit. So Photoshop legend. How do you guys start? Like, how do you how do you kind of? insert yourself into their machine because you're new or did they just tell you exactly what no nah, i was like that young machine coming in with the fresh fuel yeah fresh oil i was like a tesla right coming in that bitch no fuel <laughs> no nah. uh, yeah no, no fuel, fuel but just mad energy so i was running around doing mad shit taking pictures getting the crazy angles right. and stuff like that um so they just kind of let you and be, we would well, yeah they just let me rock because oh, i was pumping crazy. out content like crazy and dunny was transitioning into like you know, this bigger role in, you know, doing creative direction and still do it. Like, I don't know how he does it, bro. Like, taking pictures, being a creative director, doing a whole bunch of content plans and stuff like that. So um, we just started working together and 
they let me rock. It was like always love. We just rocked and we we were a crazy team coming out with content plans for uh the documentary and coming up with the cover. We did the cover for the documentary. What the you mean that like actual look of the shit? Yeah, he What was it? It's him. It's Puff looking up like that. Black and white or something? Yeah. Yeah. And like he he came up with the whole Did you shoot it? No, my boy he Jonah. Shot. My so my boy Jonah Full cir- let's spin this back full circle. Jonah from the fucking Jonah meetups. Meetups. What? I brought him to come shoot, and he it was like this random shoot that he shot the picture at, and we cropped it in. Like we were like on a hunt for like a thousand pictures. Wait, this was a BTS. This was this was a, like- a BTS shot from a Sean John shoot. Wow. It was a Sean John shoot, perfectly lit, and it was like mad far away with like a thirty-five millimeter lens, like from deep. Yeah. And, like, there was people in the way and everything. And he, like, Dunny managed to get that one picture and seen the image and, like, zoomed in this yeah. much. And, and that was a picture. Fuck. So my boy Jonah, you know, That's came through crazy. with the pic. What's Jonah do now? Is that his type Jonah, of shit? BTS so, type content like this now? No, he does, like, a lot of different type of content. like On the East Coast? He does, like, no, he moved to LA. He's out here. Yeah, okay. he was staying with me, actually, for, like, a good eight months. Oh, for real? Yeah. Fuck. Um, but now, now he got his own place. Mm-hmm. Now he's um, that's super tight. He worked with us for a little while. He got you know he made it out here. He's doing his thing. He's he shoots a lot of like different um, streetwear, fashion, right, stuff, right. fashion uh, lookbooks, and a whole bunch of shit. Have you done creates any, content? Have you done the photo um, mob and shit since that one time? Or was that the only time you ever did that? What do you mean? Like where you go mob the streets with the fucking photo? What, what am I? I'm no, the name of like it. a street street meetup. Yeah, and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I have. I've but never I'm still done one. super cool with like everybody from back th- back of that shit. Yeah, I think it'd be dope to roll around. And we should fucking organize Dude, one. Of we should. We should do one once a month or something. Just mm-hmm. get people to go out. Down. That'd be kind of hard. Let's put it on Facebook. All right, cool. Chat. The words out there right now. We'll we'll figure it out. Do a little black with no cream. Black with up. no cream. Yeah, yeah. That'd be tight. I've never done one. That'd I feel like I think I see people. I have an electric longboard, mm-hmm. and I'm that's how I get it everywhere. I'll go back to East Hollywood and that shit, and. They've been doing stuff like that too, where the like company gets like people just love that shit and they mm. get together and they'll roll like thirty or forty dudes on these electric skateboards and just fly through LA. Mm. And I'm like, that's fucking tight. And I know people now they're working it with like photo and video and the longboard, so they're just like making videos of them fucking flying, like doing crazy yeah. shit. I don't know. I think that there's a way to build like like you said community and like look at the fact that you with your boy, even though you knew him before that, but like and you still know all these other people, but you never know by the networking opportunity, just like. If we rolled to a local meetup here right mm-hmm. now or like of the starving artists or, or went to a Midwest or something and found these kids and we're like, yeah, let's just do this thing. We'll go shoot around. And then all of a sudden they're like, man, this is the guy that shoots for fucking Puff. He does all mm-hmm. this shit. And like, he's real cool. And I got to, you never know who you're going to meet as far as them meeting someone like you. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, you could be meeting this kid that's the Super young, talented. hunger. Yeah. He's got all the shit that you yeah. could. That's what it's all about is like, you know, not passing the torch, but giving somebody else an opportunity that you see can do well and means well right um and you know that's just creative Mm. like i look for kids and not even kids like just people i don't care how old they are like if you're creative as long as you're creative and you're genuinely a good person like i fuck with you and i'll let you come shoot puff right or whoever i'm with or whatever project i'm working on like or if you want to just watch right if you want to just uh you know meet up and talk and like if you have advice for me or if I have a question for you on just collaborating to me is like the biggest thing. 
You, I love collaboration. Hell yeah. And like, because you'd be working with everyone now because you're directing a lot of shit. So you transit, let's go back. You transition, you're doing photo shit, but you're starting to direct some projects as well. Like for, yeah, uh, so like, Ciroc or whatever. Well, from just coming on with Puff, I started having to do like BTS, like tour videos and stuff. And then uh, after the tour, you know, recaps and stuff like that. And then I, you know, started getting better at it. And I ended up, I ended up, um, editing like seven or six of the commercials from Can't Stop, Won't Stop, the movie, the trailers. Commercials that actually like premiered like on iTunes and shit like that? Like TV. TV. Really? Yeah. Like the NBA finals. We went to the NBA finals and... That shit just die? Pause. (laughs) What the fuck? You just saw that happen, right? Yeah. Are you back? I don't know. Something's tripping. I fell out. Nah, there's no way I format these shits. God damn it. Should we take a break? Yeah. Pause. Okay. Everything's running. I just, uh, it is what it is. Camera error. Potentially our wide shot's fucked. But, um, I'm going to try to save the file after this. So anyway, sorry about that, dude. Nah, man. It's good. You know, it's just it's amateur shit out here. Nah. Someday we'll, <coughs> we'll figure it out. Anyway, we're talking, I think, like, uh, the BTS side of... Let me get this together. My fault. The BTS side, you were talking about learning video mm-hmm. and starting to produce more of those, and you said you did the commercials, and they were the TV commercials. Mm-hmm. So was that your footage that you were editing, or was it um? I was like editing. they shot like movie shit. Yeah, they shot a whole movie. And like with cinema. Cut. I had to, yeah, I had to cut down like a full feature. But why you? Were you already, because you had already made videos prior? Puff, yeah, just, yeah, I was doing recaps and stuff. Oh, okay. Puff was just like, oh, my man's going to do it. Right. So, so I just dope. was like, I'm not going to say no. So I was just like, all right, I'll do it. But sitting on, you know, an hour, two hour footage, like I think an hour and a half or an hour and 45, like I was stressed out. Yeah, that's a but lot. I I kind of knew the story. So I was able to cut down the trailer mm. because I knew the story. Right. Was the trailer more like music driven or was it... um? Like, you know, montage with music or was it like you're hearing them talk and you're trying to show like conversations? Yeah, trying to show the sound, like getting the sound bites um, and sound design, right, to tell the story Mm. with just the sound bites and show picture as well. So it was, it was like, That's a crazy opportunity though. Just that alone. Mm -hmm. So do you, at this point, nah, I don't want to get there yet. I was going to say at this time that you're doing all of this and still right now, is it's just you as far as content for him day to day shit? Are you guys expand like are you trying to like build out like Yeah. A- so we're trying uh to build something out to just have like a whole bunch of content creators come in right and work with us. Have you have you given an like you said like if someone, you know, you let someone shoot puff if you want to, but like has have you had your moment of like the giving back scenario like have you linked anyone with an artist or gotten people jobs through this shit yet have you had the opportunity yeah like i've i've had a couple people come in and just giving them opportunities to shoot and you know give them a bag that's like one of the best feelings i feel like with all this shit is being Mm -hmm. able to find a way to supply i do it so often though yeah i bring a lot of people like whenever i get the chance yeah i'll just get you know somebody just hit up friend or see somebody on ig i reach out to people actually i'll actually reach out to people and be like Hey, you know, uh, I see you're based in LA. Um, if you ever want to link and come shoot with us, you know, we have this budget. That's tight. Come through. Damn. Not a lot of and people. And I just do let that. them do their thing. Right. That's dope. I feel like at this point, would you say, um, 
getting into like directing. Well, okay, first directing that came from you editing shit. Like he's seen that you can edit and you kind of know how to tell stories, and then you kind of fall into like, oh, cool, I'm gonna shoot a commercial or whatever. Like how to you how do you, like um, I would say like through my like my pictures are kind of like I feel like they're a little cinematic. Mm-hmm. Like my my images. Yeah. So like. I just wanted to make cinematic motion, like, you know, so I liked how my pictures come out, but I was like, damn, imagine this was a video or something. Yeah. So I just started, like, just shooting video, and I was kind of forced to just because documenting him and um, just having to create content, like, I would have to just jump to video. Right. Like, it was just something, and then I started getting better and better and better at it, practicing. What was, um, what was, like, one of the first things that you shot commercially? Cause you do like, am I right? Yeah, you Ciroc, did, like like ads and shit. We just shot four commercials last week for Ciroc, God for damn. TV. Fuck. I shot uh, the black raspberry commercial, Ciroc black raspberry commercial that's on TV. It that came aired out for we the tour, NBA. It aired for the NBA game on Christmas. Yeah, that's tight. Um, what else? Did you watch it at home while I, I was actually yeah I was at Puff's house. Oh, you're here Christmas. So. so it was it played. The L.A. Lakers versus Warriors mm, that's on tight. Christmas Day. That's so I, I, I watched it actually when it came out. That's crazy. Yeah. How's that feel to be able to like get in control? Good. Of that? I was like, yo, that's my commercial. Right. Like that's just everybody was tight. like, oh yeah, nice. Damn, that's good. We were at a hookah bar with uh, a couple of the dancers mm-hmm. um, one night or whatever, and we were chilling. And I was just tired as fuck, but I was still trying to like send it and try to like see a city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there, and there was a TV playing like ESPN. I looked up, and it was like. I noticed, I'm like watching, I'm like, what the fuck am I seeing right now? And it was like footage that we had, me and Dave shot, mm. like BTS stuff that Live Nation cut and started putting out or whatever. Mm. I'm like, damn, what the, f-? like seeing your shit on TV is like the it's weirdest crazy. feeling. Like it's even dope. though t- TV is probably the last place I honestly would want my shit to end up on because no one's watching that. Like, Dude, everybody, I mean, but like, as bro, there's so many people in this world. Netflix, maybe like of course, streaming yeah, services yeah. would be cooler. But like when I'm just talking about like actual TV with mm. 50,000 ads every five seconds, like, but it's still a great feeling seeing it that. It is. But it's I like think that's our TV generation. Still, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, I think that'll, become obsolete within the next 10 years i don't think people are going to be like that won't be a feeling the for next people. two years like netflix is, <coughs> netflix is changing the game bro i think yes. in the next in the next two years netflix is going to be like the biggest thing i saw Netflix. did you see what they, they did tweeted. With, what are you talking about no nah, did you see what they, i saw the tweet too you did yeah but did you see um what they did with um what was that show called netflix yeah. Oh. That TV uh, show. Um, the movie that they made. Not um. With the that shit that's not Bird to be, Box. Not not uh, the shit where it's like an interactive. Yeah, you click. The Bandersnatch. It's um. Why can I not think Black of Mirror? Black Mirror. Yeah. Black Mirror. Dude, that shit is crazy. Did you watch the whole thing yet? Yeah. I I only saw the first half, but my Dude, homie. Jo- I was just telling my friend TF this. My homie Johnny hit me like two years ago, and he's like, bro. I have this idea. YouTube just made it so you can click like boxes. You can make like boxes and annotations or whatever. He pitched it to me. He basically was pitching me that same thing. Like, what if we made these videos where you could pick your story and all that shit? And I'm like, man, that's crazy. That shit came out and I was like watching it. I was like, motherfucker. Like, fuck, this shit is crazy. Yeah, but nah, they changing the game, bro. It's crazy. It is crazy. I watched it on a laptop, so I was able to click, but I wanted to know. What it's what it's like if you were to watch it like through an app? Is it the same like thing with like the your TV? Remote? Yeah, yeah, it's the same shit. Fuck, that's tight. Cause I watched half of it, 
So like I have my accounts linked, so right. my TV and my. So I watched half of it on my my because somebody was telling me like, yo, do you see that? And I was like, nah. So I started watching on my laptop and then I switched to my TV and it was like the same thing. I was like, oh shit. For those of you who don't know, basically they made a mo- a movie where you can pick what happens in the movie. So if someone comes up to like a fork in the road and they're like, should I go left or go right? You pick what happens and then they go left or they go right and a scenario happens and it still plays into the film, which is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. That shit is... And sometimes it brings you back yeah. to the same moment so you can pick right and see right. what happened. And just you get more of this film. So there's get... basically like two endings to the movie. I gotta see the rest. I haven't seen the rest. Yeah, it's like two ways you can end the movie. It's crazy. I saw, yeah, Netflix tweeted. I saw Complex posted, but Netflix tweeted and said that this is the first time people have watched uh, commercials in a long time. Mm-hmm. But it was just because that basketball game or whatever. Or was that it? Nah. What what what, what was the shit? That, the award ceremony that just happened. Um, Golden Globes. Golden Globes. They said this is probably <laughs> the first time people have watched commercials in a long time. Just talking mad shit to the TV game because they really took over the shit with streaming. They took over. Could, what what's your five year plan? Oh my five five year plan. Yeah. Um, I want to, um, you know, shoot like, shoot. Um, damn. Put them on the spot. Yeah. Put them, <laughs> nah, I want to shoot like you know music covers, album covers. Um, Have you shot any of, of like anyone's covers yet? I just shot. Think about if I, can I just shot about. somebody's uh, album cover like a week ago, like but a studio type shit, or was studio it like, portraits. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But we shot specifically for album cover. Hopefully, in um, a couple weeks or a month or two months, we'll see it, and then maybe we can jump back on the yeah, podcast yeah, and dope. talk about that. Oh yeah, that'd be tight. Because um, shooting in and the studio, I actually have behind the scenes. It would be actually interesting because I have like. Um, I had like a BTS person that just came out with my homies and he documented the whole thing. Oh, for real? So it'd be kind of cool to chop something up and then come show you guys how I can I did that Yo. and how what my what I was going through because it, the images actually came out really nice. Uh, I'll show you after this. No, but. I would love to. I've actually talked about trying to make that because our YouTube channel is just like the podcast. But mm-hmm. I was thinking it could be dope to either for me or someone to go document someone doing their job mm-hmm. and then try to like like you just said exactly what you just said yeah just like cool we shoot the bts whatever and then come back and sit down maybe you could make like this is how i do my lighting or this is how this is why i chose this camera and we could like show bts of the shit that's dope okay that's actually a dope interactive imagine like doing that and like give them a uh, like a studio tour (laughs) right pick a nikon or the canon no 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 no, no. look so imagine shooting (laughs) shooting the um the content, right? Yeah. And you have like a like a, a long piece of footage that people you could just throw on YouTube and and having the ability to click on well you can already do this shit. Having like say you see the lights and people are wondering like what kind of lights are those? Oh, right, you can right, click right. on the lights and go to a link to go and maybe buy the lights or yeah, get yeah. more information on that. Like the camera get Google's more. doing that, right? Like where my sister just showed it to me, I think. Like she was on Google and then you just hit this button and it pulls up all this. It tries to guess like all the stuff, mm-hmm. like the designer. But for the no, shirt. like I would want to put in the information when right. I upload the video. So you so can like, almost like you pin can, like spots. It's like a pin on like the equipment. So <laughs> You're saying you somebody, can do this right now on YouTube? No, I'm saying imagine. We, oh, yeah, we, right. We did that for people watching, like, you know, so they can watch it. I could talk about like, hey, I use these lights and then you see the lights and you can click on yeah. the lights and go to the link to, you know, Clutch. whatever. Just like informing people how we did it and yeah, what we yeah, use yeah. and them being able to go and get Yo, that equipment as well. Let's make this happen. 
but yeah, so I shot <coughs> I shot Sorry. that. My five year goal is to you know shoot album covers, shoot um, <coughs> shoot. I want to do some like short documentaries or something. I was like, gonna say we, I want to shoot like a that? documentary, like yeah, a dope storyline and or like something that interests me. Well, cool. I think you're and you're in the obviously you've done it already. Like you've been doing you've been documenting artists since you got mm-hmm. here or whatever. But I think that it takes like a specific person to be able to capture the longevity of someone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're backlogging content for someone who's got the most backlogged content mm-hmm. on earth. You know what I mean? That dude's literally been making music and doing this shit. So for I, seeing his hard drives would be the tightest shit ever. Cause I'm sure it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's but crazy. like when it comes to making docs, expect, I think that is interesting to like consider short pieces. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you were to hop in with whoever and start making shit about someone specific, have you ever talked? Have you seen Ray J since yeah. he dropped you off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has he talked about this shit? Like how crazy that is? Yeah, he's like, yeah. I actually saw him at like a, an award show, and he was like, he was like, yo, I remember bringing you to the to his house. Like that's crazy. Like well, lie, you never came back. Like, he could, it was you, funny. He could have fucked it up for you. Be like, nah, bro. I already hired you. I want you to shoot this yeah, for. Nah, you know what I mean? Person. That's that's really crazy. He's a really good person. No, that's dope, man. Fuck. I feel like we. Could, that's a crazy story you got. Yeah. Do you feel like we hit it all? Did I miss something out on any of that shit? Mm, nah, that's really like the story. Fuck. Never really told it. That's pretty interesting. I'm glad our cameras it captured out. it. All three of them. All Fuck two boy of them. cameras. God damn. Two of them captured it. Yeah. At least we have two cameras that might work. Um, I always ask the Black Widow Cream community to like ask you questions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you posted something mm-hmm. and then they asked a question? Yeah, I just posted oh, all dumb. your shittiest photos and I said I have a really terrible photographer coming on. <laughs> <laughs> ask him. Let's just light him up. Roast him. Nah, so these can be like rapid fire. You can live in them for as long as you want. Dude, there's something in my throat right now. <clears throat> God damn. Sorry. It's all good. I'm so glad that I know you. I knew you before we did this podcast. Otherwise, this shit would be <laughs> weird. Um, all right. Hannah, I swear to God, her last name is Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? I always fuck up their names. That's mm-hmm. kind of my thing. Um, what's the most challenging part about your job? I feel like people assume being a photographer for a big celebrity is easy and off one. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? What's the most challenging part of your um, job? I would say having to multitask between projects like i don't have the op i don't have the um how would you say the luxury of spending time on one project mm. we're jumping projects every hour every four two commercials hours. in one week yeah four commercials in one week planning that then you know having to work on something else short piece content long piece content docu-series that we might be doing or something right <laughs> movies <laughs> things like that um, you're doing everything so we're at once. doing everything switching subjects every couple hours hmm. yeah it's so that's like hard to focus on one thing you know right and, and make that great when there's just one person do you feel like you get to enjoy your job in like the in the idea of what this person's talking about like it's all fun and you're working with a big celebrity blah, blah blah like do you feel like you get to enjoy some of those perks if so what may the perks be yeah, you know uh, I mean, like the perks of working on the job. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff, like meeting new people, um, and just being friends with like, cause you know there's a small group of us that we're just like brothers and sisters, and you get to travel the world and see things. You going to Dubai, going on the big right. yachts and stuff. That's always nice, you know, to be able to like, 
take a breath and really enjoy that and be like, damn, like this shit is really like anybody can get it. So now I guess it's fair. I, at this point, what's your family think about all this shit? Especially your mom when she's telling you. She's, she's, she loves it. Like she, but I mean, she I've never really quit? asked her. Like, remember that time where I asked you to, cause I asked her to go to LA and she was like, no. You asked her to go to LA? Yeah. When Los first asked me to go to LA. Oh, right. So she was like, no. Like, and then I had to convince her to go. So but she came with you. So you came no, out here. No, 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 no. She didn't go. I convinced her to let me go out there. Oh, shit. Because I was just in high school. Right. So she let me go, but like, she didn't <laughs> think anything of it that I was going to be able to work with Puff. But she like brags about me in the city. Oh, and stuff I bet. Like that. Yeah. Humbly. She That's brags. tight. You have other, you sister, and then are you, mm-hmm. is it just you two? No, it's um, my dad has seven kids and my mom has me and my sister Goddamn, it's a big family that's crazy your sister older mm-hmm. so 26 what does she do um she, artistic shit or no like no. creative side no like, like hr stuff dope but she's getting married shout out to your sis yeah big sis um let's see my boy fernando he said he follows you since fade to black jay-z doc uh my question to to him would be: I didn't read any of this. Sorry, I can't see anything right now. How did he kick the door? How did he stand up at the beginning in front of another more established creators? How did you? I guess he's just saying, how did you make your stance? And I think you covered it earlier, which is dope because you you just like didn't stop. You were mm. fucking laptop in the. In the I do car. that same shit. Yeah. I feel like you're not. If you fucking take your photos and plan on editing them over the weekend or some mm. shit, you're fucked. You're not. You. This isn't your game. No. Especially now when you can send that shit to your phone in Lightroom and all that stuff's yeah, available. and even the artists know how quick people can get content out. Yeah. So anybody else coming in and taking their time, well, you know, it might be a, maybe some people edit their photos a different way or they have a different, like, editing style. Right. And they're more, like, taking their time. But, like, the people at the top, like the Beyonce's, the Jays, the Puffs, they want their shit quick. Immediately. Immediately. Unless they're shooting like a magazine cover or something. Right. You know, that might take yeah, a couple that's days. That's... But yeah, like doing content like that, like you definitely have to be on your quick shit. Yeah, especially when the companies are selling the idea that it can be quick and easy and yeah. fucking soccer moms can shoot fucking Beyonce style photos of their kids and have mm-hmm. it on their phone in minutes. Yeah. I, that's how I actually got when I, before I moved here, I was in Iowa and I flew down to South by Southwest. So I was mm-hmm. down there. I shot for this dude, Kembe. And he was being kind of watched over by Tops, TD Tops' son, mm-hmm. Musa. And that was the first thing Musa called and like told him, like, yo, I want to take Ben on the TD World Tour. His photos are quick. It's content. He turns around crazy. That was the first thing he said. was, And that's the only sentence I remember him saying is, like, the quick content, like, the quick turnarounds on content. Mm-hmm. So I was having, like, 15-second Instagram videos done like that, just staying up, never sleeping, boom. And then, like, two years later, they take me on the Q Tour around the world and shit. And I was, mm. like, winning the lottery back then. But Crazy. it would have never happened if I was just, like, shoot all this shit as by the West. And left Southwest it on your hard drive. And then, yeah, didn't touch it. Like, yeah. Fucking crazy. Uh, Phil Allen, he said, I've been a big fan. I've been following him for a minute. My question to him would be, who influenced and inspired you to pick up a camera? What advice would you give to someone who's trying to get their foot in the door? Uh, person that inf- inspired me is my cousin, Sean. Um, we just, you know, he, he was the first person to actually put a camera in my hand. And Jonah, my person, like my friend that I told you mm-hmm. that we went and shot street photography and I have a whole bunch of other, we can get into that, but I have a whole bunch of different photographers that inspired me on like, you know, um, and what else did he say? Um, advice to someone trying to get their foot in the door. 
uh, advice uh, for somebody trying to get their foot in the door, I would say. Other than what we've already, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, you know, keep your, keep your, um, stay focused, you know, kind of set goals for yourself, short-term, long-term, long-term goals, um, and just constantly get inspired. Yeah. Fucking with that shit. You heard it, Phil. Um, shit, I'm gonna fuck this name. Cueva Fetty, maybe? I don't know. How do you get in the... We already covered that. Sorry, I don't read these in before, but mm-hmm. they're good. Some, um, what's his go-to setup? Oh, shit, he even pronounced it because he knew I was gonna fuck it up. Cueva. Cuevier? Cuevier? <laughs> Cuevier <laughs> says, what's my go-to setup? Yeah, what's your go-to setup? Um, what's in your bag? So, what's, what's in the bag? I have a 1DX Mark II. With a twenty four to seventy, and I have a Leica Q, twenty eight millimeter Leica Q. Is that film or is that digital? No, it's digital. It is digital. Yeah, that's you my like, like it? yeah, that's my baby. Yeah. I just got it like a little while ago. How much are the? Is it just the body and you buy the lens or did it no, come? No, it's a kit. It, the lens doesn't even come out. Oh shit! It's a, it's a fixed twenty eight. Damn. So that's like maybe forty six hundred or something. Yeah, I went. I don't know what I went to once. I think it was an art gallery. It was actually cool. It was an art gallery of skateboarders that used to be skateboarders that turned photographers. Mm. So they had all these like ill skateboard photography. Mm. But it was in a Leica store, I think maybe in West Hollywood or wherever their store was. And they was had, okay. Or something. Maybe it was in yeah. Beverly Hills. But they, they had all the Leicas. I didn't even know about Leica when I went there. And I, mm. You know what I mean? I just always had Canon, so I never paid attention to nothing else. Mm. And then I went there and I was like, "Damn, these cameras look fucking sick!" And I've never my used boy, one. my boy uh, Van Styles, Stefan Van Asco. He actually uh, was a skateboarder. He's you guys should definitely go check him out. He's crazy. He, I was wondering if he like hosted that event. He might have. I don't know. I didn't know any. I literally went. We went there and I was yeah. like, "Oh, cool food and uh, some drinks and shit mm-hmm. for free." And then I was like looking. I'm like, "Man, these photos are fucking Dude, sick. So crazy. That is crazy." Um. My boy Travis Lloyd, he's been on the podcast before. He said, after spending significant time with such a master of branding, what advice would you give to someone who wants to grow their personal brand in today's market? That's a fucking great question, That's a Travis. great question. Um, um, definitely study. I would say, like, from what I learned, too, is, like, studying. Um, he's talking about in business and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think just overall Puff building the Puff brand mm-hmm. and you seeing him build, like, you know, whatever yeah, he's done since yeah, you've yeah. been there. How can other people... Yeah, what advice would you give someone who's trying to grow their personal brand? Like, what if, what, what what's, okay. like, a takeaway that you might even oh, apply yeah. to your yeah, own? Yeah, yeah, Like, um, I would say, like, um, don't, like, don't... <laughs> wait, wait. Sit on him, bro. Yeah. I'll do, uh, what's it called? Commentary. He's thinking, he's currently thinking. About how he's going to respond to Travis's question. May or may not be distracting. I'm definitely distracted. <laughs> um, I would say know what your strengths are and like know how you are different, mm. if that makes sense. And like study different. I, I was going to ask that. Do you think it's important to kind of know your competition? Yeah. Is that where you're gonna no, go? But I run what, with it. What are you saying? I was gonna say, do you think it's important to kind of be have a vast knowledge in in everything? Everything. Yeah, definitely have a vast knowledge in everything, um, and because there's so much that I've learned from just being in meetings with him, 
and you know just f always following up is important following up with if you have an idea and you're talking to somebody business wise like follow up you know so be on your emails yeah. like you never want to look like you're slacking mm. you know like always be on top of shit like right. if you say you're going to do something do it right you know and follow through don't have an excuse but you know yeah that's clutch and uh, think outside the box yeah i'm with that that's, we got three left mm. D -d -d fire rapid questions boom 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 uh this dude actually asked three questions in this one question but let me pull a good one out of here What's the biggest challenge you've encountered as a photographer from Porter Hops or Hoops or Hops? Um, biggest challenge? Um, we just, have you had anything like what happened to me here? Card failed and you're yeah, in the middle of I shoot? Yeah, I think when, um, yeah, I think my card corrupted once. Lose some fire shit. That's the worst. Yeah. Fuck. Or, that's some shit that yeah. people sometimes they, like art. You try to talk to artists or I don't like, think that's really. I don't think that really ever happens though. I think it's happened one time, like ever. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Uh, but it wasn't nothing like crazy important. Like I, I would be like, "Fuck." Yeah. Like it was just like something happened. It was probably a couple pictures. So no big L's you've taken. No, no big L's. There's still time. Maybe my friends <laughs> might pop and be like. Oh no! This time did this something yeah. happen? Um, Isaiah said, "Dope?" Question mark! Exclamation mark! What are some other things he wish he knew when he started in the industry? Hmm. Anything that you wish? Like no, I'm figuring out everything as I go. Right, right. but is there anything now that that you wish you would have known when you got no. out the gate? Really? Not yet. Everything is like, I'm glad. Like. I don't want. I didn't want to know anything before I came in. Mm. Like I'm learning everything. You trial, what, trial and error. And all trial that. and error. Like, right. It's like I'm learning. Um. All right. This is the last question. Question. Jamal Jackson. He says, "How do you create a sense of amount of time you need with an artist to create with managers always wanting to give as little time as possible on set? So, if the people around the artists are like, you only have." X amount of time with this person. How do you how do you manage your time with that person dealing with that shit? Um, Sounds, I mean, you have literally yeah. a lifetime. You get like photos. And yeah, stuff. like if you're shooting, I would say like come out with your fire ideas first. Like whatever you really want to execute first. Get like that just happened to me kind of the other day. Like um, I would say like and it was with a pretty big artist. Like just whatever you have an idea, like have it ready. Have a team around you to help right. you execute that. Get it done. And if that, depending on that person's, you know, that artist's vibe, if they're like really liking what they see, they might keep, they might stay longer. Yeah. Like, fuck the managers. Right. They might be like, yo, I, I got to stay and do this. Like, they you like know, it. They vibe. Because I mean, vibe. it could be anyone. It's all about the vibe. It's all about how you vibe with that artist, like, um, catching each other's vibe. Sometimes it's not about like talking a lot. If you keep that good energy and like that good vibe, you and you, you know, you're able to fly through things and make things happen and make it dope. Yeah, I think that the artist will will stay longer or something. I think um, it's it's funny when because you have to. I think a big problem is that people say they're in the position they're trying to work with the artist or whatever. I think they forget that these people have to do this shit every day, all day, all the time. And your fucking one hour or two hours with them is not the only the only thing they're doing that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you need to they be have a, a schedule. Yeah, you want to be a standout player. Like you want to be the person that's gonna go above and beyond to make sure you maximize. Like maximizing that hour or that ten minutes is like 
super key. So yeah, fire shit out first and then be able to have like, you also don't want to be left with just a fire idea and get them hooked. And now they want to stay around and then you haven't, you don't have more ideas after that. Yeah. So it's about pacing, you know, and, and, and if you have 10 minutes to shoot some shit with them, like, you know, get what you need to get Yeah. and make sure you're getting it good, I guess. Right. And and if the quality is great and the idea is there, <laughs> the next time they pull up, they're gonna want to stay longer. I just did the shoot with um EA Sports or EA Games for uh, Battlefield. It's mm-hmm. like their Call of Duty type. I don't know if that's how they want would want me to brand it. Yeah, but whatever. Gun I game. Saw it. Um, but I had Trevor Noah for like, I think I was supposed to get him for like two hours, mm. and 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 the other talent basically the same amount of time. And the concept I had was to make like five videos total from having all of them but it was definitely one of those things where i'd have to like shoot this angle first with everybody so that i could do everyone's individuals while this person leaves mm-hmm. and this, get the reaction yeah shots. do all that shit later and so it didn't it was happening so quick but i remember hopping on a call with this manager trying to pitch them on an idea because we had to like sell it to him still and this was the day before the show and the first thing the dude said to me and he's like oh gee whatever beast and he's like i don't let's not even talk about how you really think you're gonna be able to cover everything that's in this script let alone like an eight or 12 hour day. Like, but you only have two hours with this dude. And and it was like something like my confidence and knowing that I could get all the things I needed because I trusted their ability to act, but also just have the idea needed to be great. And I just had to sell it to them like in the moment, like, all right, here's what you're going to do. Trust me. It's just gonna be funny. And they're just like, for some reason, just we're rocking with it. Mm-hmm. And I took two hours and took what should have been a fucking two day shoot and made that shit happen in that little amount of time. You know what I mean? Yes. And they all loved it. Like, everyone was like, oh, cool. Dude, I shot four commercials in three days, um, four different bottles. And it was crazy because we needed more time, but we got it done. Yeah. And it's like, it was crazy. Who are the dude, who, who's the team you usually work with? You got a couple different teams. I have... Um, my director of photography is Mike Marasco. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to my fucking brother Mike. I hit always him. holding I, it down. I hit him when I did the when I first worked with B and I was like, yo, like Oh yeah, because he used to work with Beyonce. Yeah, he used yeah. to shoot for her. And I was like, any suggestions on what the fuck I should do? He's just like, just keep going. Oh, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, Mike's a good He's guy. He's a beast. From LA. LA LA guy. He's a great director of photography. You use him for a lot of your, almost Every, all your projects. Almost everything. Yeah. He, he brings out the anamorphic shits mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I work with uh, my editor for video. <laughs> he doesn't like. He doesn't want to be known. No, no, no. My boy Ivan Barrios. He's good. Yeah, Ivan. He doesn't like editing my videos. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan's Ivan, my Ivan's, boy. Ivan's, Ivan's bougie now. Yeah, Ivan. <laughs> no, he's got that coward swag. When he sees this shit, he's gonna laugh. I know. He, hey, you're next. <laughs> Fam, get the fuck out to LA so yeah. I can get you on here with my shitty cameras. Nah, but Ivan, um, he's actually editing these commercials that I did. Oh, that's dope. Um, and then, cause his shit's like every time he drops a goddamn trailer is yeah, a movie. It's a movie. When when I watched, uh, I'm gonna Ka- show you some shit. Yeah, I want to see done. it. When Khaled Khaled was opening for us on the mm-hmm. tour, and he would always play the videos. They had the videos before he walked mm-hmm. out or whatever. Cinematic shit. Yeah, and I heard it the first show because I was downstairs like shooting Khaled. You're like, what the fuck? I could hear it. I'm like, it sounds like a goddamn movie. And then I went out there and I watched it and it's like this insane shit. And yeah. Ivan's like, yeah, I whipped that up real quick or whatever. I just Dude, this dude does shit. that shit in a night. In his sleep. One night, like not even one night. He'll. I remember when he was on the first tour with Beyonce and he was working, for, obviously he works for Khaled. Yeah. Um, he was pumping out like fucking trailers every day, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" 
this dude is crazy. It's crazy. And I didn't even know him at the time. But now it's like my brother. Yeah. But I didn't even know him. And I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. No, like, a- this shit look like a movie. Yeah. And it was one day's worth of footage. It's crazy. It would be like one clip. And, and it was and just it's like, like oh, opening, too. Oh, oh, oh. It's not like Kyle is playing forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to make it work. It'd be funny because we'd be seeing him, like, towards the end of the tour, you get burnt out. You're yeah. just shooting the same shit. And, and you're like, yo, what up? He'd man? just be walking Back around again. like, yeah, I'm going to film out here. <laughs> but I would always run up on him and be like, I did this thing where I, he'd be shooting up like, get that fucking shot. And oh, I'd yeah. call like boot camp yeah. shit. And I'd be like, put that fucking camera in there. Get down on the ground and shoot that shit from the feet. Like, yeah. it was the funniest shit ever. I was a man. I, yeah. I can't wait to have him on here. That's dope. I didn't but yeah, know that's my team, really. That's like director, photography, yeah, editor. Guys. And you're working with Sandler. Yeah, yeah. He's helping me produce a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get some more... Uh, Stuff this year. Oh hell yeah! There's keep, a lot keep. of stuff coming up. I'm I'm excited. Damn. Hopefully in a couple of months, we'll, we'll come back and talk. About yeah, we will. Stuff no, that. definitely will. I like that shit. All right, cool. Is there anything else you want to lay on the table? Mm, no, I think, I think we got it all. We covered. The- we got a good, a good basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where can they find you on the internet? Where you want them to look you up and whatnot? Um, you can go on my Instagram. <laughs> Do you have a website? <laughs> no. I was trying to find Not, it. My, actually, my sister <laughs> is a uh, website builder. Oh, really? She builds websites. And I actually have a website, but I just haven't launched it yet. Yeah. But hopefully after these couple commercials, um, these tabletop commercials, I'll have a website and I'll have my director section, photographer section. Do you, so, yeah. you know the domain name? What, or is it active it's, right now? Um, you want people to look at it? No, I have. I think I have two kaitophotography.com that's like my old one okay but I'm probably gonna get kaito.com tight yeah that'd be dope alright I'll link to that shit but yeah my Instagram is uh, www.instagram.com yeah give me slash at kaito boom at k-a-i-t-o that's mine hit him up there links are you know wherever I put the links at and all that shit dude I appreciate you coming yeah man no thanks this is a fucking beast this is great man follow my guy fucking incredible we're probably gonna have some wine yeah, just chill let's, now. yeah. Let's see what Andrew's got in the kitchen because he ain't home. So. I hope he got some snacks. He might have some. snacks I actually see some wine right there. Oh yeah, we're gonna pop your bottle of wine. Sorry, bro. Uh, we'll see you when you get home. Yes. And uh, yeah, thanks for having it. me, yeah. bro. How you want to? Oh shit! I almost fucked this up. Every time we get to, if someone listened, if our people listened to this far in the podcast, mm-hmm. if you made it this far, I always say to go to your Instagram, your last post, right? Comment under there and tag me at Ben Rivers World, and put whatever hashtag you choose so that we know that they made it this far in the podcast. I get them all the time still, like people tagging. So what hashtag do you want them to use? You could, it could be anything. Okay. A hashtag go crazy. That's the first thing that just... Hashtag go crazy. Yeah, that's the first thing that just came up. Boom. All right, send it. Go find Has- me and do hashtag all Hashtag go crazy and at him. There we go. In my last picture or video. Whatever yeah. it is on the gram. All right, how you want to end this? Um... Thank y'all for watching. If you stuck this long, if you stuck by this long, and anybody can, everybody can do it, and everybody could succeed, um, and just be happy. Go crazy. Yes, go crazy. Boom. Bow, bow, bow. That was episode 47, I think. 47 with Keato. Um, Thank you for tuning in and listening. Making sure to follow him on Instagram, at Keato, so you can start fucking with what he is doing. You can find all his social links in the show notes. We do that. So visit bwnc.com slash podcast for that shit. And if you watch the podcast on YouTube, drop a review in the comments. If you listen on iTunes, leave us a review so people know that we are lit as fuck. And uh, if you're interested in joining the Black Window Cream private group for creators on Facebook, 
visit bwnc.com slash join merch store like i said at the beginning it's currently shut down but we have some shit in the works yeah so you should stay focused to uh, the group so when we make an announcement you know about it you can buy that shit um and if you want to support black window cream visit join or patreon.com slash black window cream become a become a homie support the movement on patreon right now follow black window cream on instagram black window cream follow my lame ass at ben reverse world subscribe to black window cream on every platinum platform you're choosing there's so many things i need you to do right now so you better get a pen and paper out uh that's it enjoy the work week and i'll see you every wednesday and sunday see you next week you bitch I just want to give a quick shout out to our producers and executive producers who have been supporting the show. These are the people on our Patreon account that pledge honestly the most. It's the biggest tier that we have. Um, so big shout out to our producers, Aisha and Reed. $50 a month. Like you guys are fucking crazy for supporting us. And to our executive producers, Craig and Christopher, you guys giving a hundred dollars a month, like means the world to us, you guys. So thank you very much for pledging this. Um, we can't do it without you guys. So we're just going to keep growing this fucking group. Yeah. I heard me.